Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Sun Devil Therapy, um, because that's what we're going to be, I guess, needing this evening, right? Everybody that's an Arizona State basketball fan had to watch something. Oh! I just needed to get that out. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I can't hear out of the right side of the <laughs> at this point. Uh, guys, welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe. Even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totry, joined, yeah, you as always, by the man in orange, Sean DePaz. Shane Diefenbach yeah, is going to be joining us a little bit later yeah, in the will. show. But it is time for, I would argue, one of the most painful walks of shame that People we are going to be doing. The most shameful walks of shame because Arizona State basketball couldn't get it done tonight at home with James Harden and company in attendance they fall to the Colorado Buffaloes 67 to 59. A lot to get into as to what this means for the rest of their season. Pac-12 championship or bust. What we saw tonight, specifically in those last five minutes from Arizona State, where they only scored three points. You look at the last three minutes of the game, they didn't score at all. So before we get into that, this is what Bobby Hurley had to say right after the game. This is his opening statement. Well, I'll just I'll start. I'll make a, a little quick statement here. I, I just think sometimes in basketball you just you know you get you get beat, you get outplayed, you get. Uh, I think that was the case. They were just a fraction better than us tonight. We had our had our chances. Uh, you know, when we, when we were able to get a, a little lead there, fifty six fifty, and some other times where uh, you know we didn't we, we we were stuck on that number and we just couldn't make make shots. And again, if we uh, I thought defensively we were okay. I mean, De Silva's a really good player, man. He's he's uh, you know he's one of the best players you know in the conference. I think you know just based off what I've been watching on tape and then seeing him you know now today and he's uh, so it was it was a tough one. Obviously a tough loss. Yeah, that's an unacceptable response to me. Uh, when your season's on the line, you can't just get beat. Yeah, like, <laughs> that 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 that's not acceptable. I'm I'm fucking over it, dog. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over the Bobby Hurley tenure. I'm over this team. I'm ready for softball. Um, who was also in the process of getting their ass kicked. Um, but I don't know what the score is right now. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's not an acceptable response to me. Like I said, you can't just get beat when your season's on the line. Like it, Because uh, have, you, have you just been just been getting beat all year? Like, it, nah, nah. I just, this team is not, 
is not good enough. And I don't think you could say it's because of the players at this point, because you could see that there's talent on this team. Um, we, we, we continue to see. I, I, I don't know if there is a better tough shot maker in the conference than Des Cambridge. Yeah. DJ started off the game well. Um, but Luther put in good minutes. Luther tonight. put in good minutes. They were healthy again. Obviously, I mean, Warren coming back from COVID, you don't know how healthy, but um, he, they, they had all of their players. And they just they couldn't get it done, and I think you have to look at the top for that. This is this is it's year after year of this the yeah. same bullshit with Bobby Hurley, and I love him. I think he is a good coach, uh, but this this program needs a great coach, and Bobby's not that. I don't think. I think I, I, I I'm comfortable saying that now. Bobby is a at best a good coach. Yeah, that that's where it's tough, right? Because Bobby Hurley as the person you love, Bobby Hurley yeah. as the. Even sometimes as a coach, specifically a non-conference coach, yeah. right? Before Bobby you Hurley get into like the a, new year. A leader of men to yeah. love. He, he's, he's the guy that you want to coach. And this this may feel like a backhanded compliment. I don't mean it to be like that. He's the kind of guy that you want to be coaching your high school. Yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Like you said, leader of men, great energy guy, Holds passionate dude. Yeah. Um, but to your point, it is one thing for the team to fall flat in the last handful of minutes like they did tonight, right? Brought it up before we saw that clip of Bobby. This team got outplayed in the last five minutes. Colorado went on a 17-3 run. ASU didn't hit a field goal, I believe, last three minutes and change, which, again, time and again, we've talked about this team down the stretch because they play such close games. You saw the way they came out in overtime against Cal. wasn't a contest. They did exactly what they needed to do. In Oregon State, last handful of minutes, they did what they needed to do. Tonight, in those last five minutes, it was the exact opposite. This mm-hmm. team didn't show up. Um, and to your point, I don't necessarily think it was the players, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. they're the ones on the court, so yeah. all eyes are going to be on them. But this is something that continues to rear its head mm-hmm. when it comes to Bobby Hurley coach teams, specifically when you get to conference play, yeah. right? Conference play in the Pac-12 is difficult. We know that. But... There are teams that get it done yeah, it can't be this consistently. Difficult. Yeah. Right? UCLA, U of A, Oregon, USC. USC is not a basketball school. But I would argue over the last half decade or so, yeah, they've do. been pretty good at college basketball. Yeah. Right? <laughs> For sure. And, and they're not they're not out there getting the same caliber of players that UCLA and Arizona is. I mean, they do have the number one recruit in the nation coming next year. But yeah, up until this point, you're certainly right. Like over the last half decade, yeah, they're not no, getting a Tiger yeah, Campbell. They're not getting those guys, right? I hate I hate to call for a, a, a job change, right? Because this Bobby Hurley had this team going really, really strong at the start of the season. But there is something that needs to change. There is a yeah. switch that needs to flip. It's because a pattern, man. It, it is. Every it year. is. And I don't know, I don't know what you do to switch it because I think at this point every Arizona State fan has tried to rattle their brain to find a solution for why this team never gets it done in conference play, regardless yeah. of talent on the roster. They don't get it done in conference play, right? So where does that leave us? We'll get to that question a little bit later in mm-hmm. the show, but getting back to tonight's game, Des Cambridge, DJ Horn, Luther. They all, I feel like, did what they could, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so 100%. when you look at, when you look at, and I don't want to minimize it, but when you look at the last five minutes of this game, what did you see? What went wrong for the Sun Devils? Huh. I don't. 
I don't know. Um, I do think like I, I I know I said that like I don't that sat, Bobby's response was not satisfactory to a certain extent. There is there is just like there there are some good players in Colorado and they were making tough shots. Um, like that big three they hit late. There was a man in in um, I believe it was Silva that hit it. Yeah, it was. Um, the Silva that hit it, and then there was a man in his face, and and he he knocked it down. I mean, it, it to score twenty three points at a college basketball game, shooting fifty percent, shooting fifty percent, like it. Obviously, a part of that is going to be the play of the other team, but a part of that is you're just you're just on it that night. Um, but ah, man, I don't. It just seemed like it, it's kind of one of those things where. They're like, oh, this is where we're at again. I've seen this story before, mm-hmm. even though they are the story. It's like, oh, this, all right, yep, we're, we're it's a close game against an opponent that we should be beating, and our season's on like it's an important game. They they're not playing for anything. Colorado's not playing for anything really, um, and they just it, they were the moment was too big. They just it, I don't know if it's a like that when you keep getting into these situations, I have to believe that that self doubt starts creeping in. Um, and yeah, I don't know if there's much more to it than that. I will say this about Bobby, because I wanted to say it a moment ago. I think we talk we talk a lot about how awesome of a guy he is and the trust that he puts in his players and all of this that how he's a player friendly coach, all that kind of stuff. I, I think we're at a point now where that's the problem. Really? Uh, they they talked or about they talked the, the the color commentator during the broadcast made a comment about how this team does not shoot well from three. But they shoot a lot of threes. <laughs> yeah. That cannot happen. You cannot let your you cannot have that much trust in your players. They're at, at a certain point they need to be held accountable. You can, keep, you can, but this is this is the conversation well, yeah, exactly. that you get. Now. Yes, this is the consequence. Yes, it is. I I'm sorry. I'm just I'm I'm gonna stop apologizing every time I bring up Syracuse. It's just what it is. Jim Beheim, he this this shit doesn't happen in Syracuse. And obviously he's on the other end of the spectrum where I think it's a problem how old and crotchety he is, but. People that aren't supposed to be shooting threes and people that keep missing th- missing threes do not shoot threes at Syracuse. Um, that happens here, and I, I think it's a problem. I, I think there was a little bit too much trust, and I don't know if if there is the kind of 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 pressure on these guys when if they're not performing, they think that they're not going to see the court anymore. Um, I don't know if that that happens. I yeah, there need I feel like there needs to be similar to parenting. Yeah, right? I feel like there needs to be a happy balance of Love, trust, and fear, almost. Mm-hmm. Right? Right now, it feels like, and for years now, it's felt like it has been all love, all, all trust. trust, which, again, is we're great. not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. But there has to be a balance of it. Yeah. Right? I mean, the reality is, is this You're the team, coach. Yes. And this team is not good enough. If you are a, a, obviously, this is not the great year to say that, but if you are a Kentucky or a Duke, you're one of these teams that's getting the best players in the country. You you can get away with that. You can you can treat it a little bit like an NBA team where you you can you can trust these guys and you can just you don't really need that fear element as much. Um, this team is not that. There's a lot of young guys. There's a lot of new guys. There needs to be a certain amount of of you're the player, I'm the coach. There needs to be a oh shit moment. Yeah, and right. I, I don't know if they've had that. No, and I think y- you look at specifically for me tonight's game. And again, I, I hate calling out players doing that stuff, right? Because these are just college kids, but. I look at Jemiah Neal tonight, right? Man. And Jemiah Neal most of the season. This is a talented kid that has a lot of potential, right? And he's he's a very athletic guy. But there are points where he is playing by himself. He yeah. scored four points tonight in 15 minutes. Two of eight from the field. 0 of four from three. He took... 
the third most threes of anybody on the team. When you've missed that third one, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the turnover. And I want to say it's the ensuing possession yeah. where you're just running up court trying to get a bucket. You fall over your feet. It's too fast. And he, he's like, damn. Yeah. Right. But it's a damn of like, I screwed up, not a damn of like, I'm going to get pulled. Right. Because in, in my mind, when you are conscious of the fact that there is a coach on the on the bench that is saying, hey, be aware of your minutes. Take every possession. Every possession counts. Right. Yeah. I feel like with Bobby Hurley teams, that is not necessarily the case. Right. Or that's not the way this team is coached. And I could yeah. be entirely wrong, but just watching it as a spectator and, and chime in in the chat where it feels like they don't treat every possession like it counts. And that can't be the case. It can't yeah. be the case. This is the type of basketball team that, quite frankly, drives you to insanity and it drives you to drink, guys. So if you're going to drink, <laughs> there's no better choice than four peaks. You're and on what's your sorrows and four peaks. Better than drinking beer? How about pairing it with delicious Girl Scout cookies? Check Turn out four up. peaks cookie pairing at their 8th Street Pub location in Tempe today, guys. Today. Okay? So, Slide. if you went, dope. If not, go get yourself a Four Peaks beer. Go get yourself some Girl Scout cookies because, my goodness, we know that them Girl Scout cookies go crazy. Pair them yourself. Respect the Scouts. The comfort of your home, own home. But remember, if you are going to be drinking Four Peaks, you guys do got to be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. And the only thing that better than Four Peaks and Girl Scout cookies is Four Peaks, Girl Scout cookies, and Burrito there Express. Duh. Um, and if you go to Burrito Express right now and you spend and you buy a $25 Burrito Express gift card, you get a free burrito. That's a, that's, that's, that's free. A free burrito? A free burrito. Also, shout out Angel because he was on, on uh, Twitter yesterday talking about how his wife wants him to shave his mustache. Yeah. And one of his kids wants him to keep it. What'd you vote? Um, I voted keep it. Oh, I voted shave. No, you got to keep the stash, bro. See, Save no, the stash. I, it's a great stash, but like my thing is when I've seen somebody that has such amazing facial hair, I want to see what they look like without That's it. That's valid. That's valid. It's but I'm I'm team save the stash. Okay. Um, but if you want to have your voice heard, follow at Burrito EXP on That's Twitter, right. holla at them. And then go over to the actual, your closest Burrito Express location. Or your furthest. Or your furthest. Whatever it's you, worth whatever the drive. Buy, whatever it's worth buy, the drive. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. And you want to, you need a, you, ASU just broke your heart and you need a long drive to kind of clear your head. Go to the farthest Burrito Express location. It will be worth it. Yes, it will. Um, but yeah. Burrito Express. Get it in you. Get it in you. Uh, guys, normally we do a bottle service for the player of the game. I'm going to be honest with you, tonight, just, it didn't feel like there was justification. For yeah. a for a bottle server, simply because of the fact that it there's a lot of questions around the season, right? So there are individuals that played well tonight. We're not going to call anybody out as the all star of the game. I do want to get into the numbers though from a team perspective for Arizona State and Colorado. Obviously, the only number that matters is that final score, sixty seven to fifty nine, in favor of the Buffs. You look at the way these two teams shot from the floor tonight. The Buffaloes, 42.1% to ASU's 36.9%. Sean, you talked about it. The the behind-the-arc shooting, not great for Arizona State. Mm -hmm. 27.6%. Bad, kind of like it has been all season long. Look at Colorado shooting significantly better, 37.5%. The free-throw numbers, big point of emphasis, it felt like, in that Cal game. ASU got to the line a lot tonight. 22 times, I believe. 
Not the case. Three of five for the Sun Devils, 10 of 11 for Colorado. You look at the turnover numbers, which it feels like this has been a consistent trend too. ASU winning the turnover battle, but not the game. 15 turnovers for Colorado, eight for Arizona State. Sean, what number sticks out to you the most? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all of them because <laughs> it's so emblematic of the season. Um, the turnovers, I, we talk about how great this team is defensively, and it keeps them in games, but it only means so much if you're not capitalizing Correct, on them. Yeah. So there's that. Free throw lines. When you when you can't hit shit from behind the arc, get to the line. Get in the paint. And they haven't done that all season because they've been wasting their damn time behind the three-point arc, throwing up bad shots and not making them. Um, and then, yeah, 36.9% from the field. Just none of it was good enough. None of it was good enough. And getting back to what you were talking about, bottle service, about how none of them, no one necessarily deserves it. Like, all of these great individual performances are awesome. But it doesn't mean shit if it's not coming in the last three minutes and 50 seconds of the game when you're not scoring any buckets, when your entire season is on the line. It's unacceptable, dog. Like, it cannot happen. And it did. And now their season is probably over. Yeah. We'll get into that in uh, in just a second. I uh, want to give you guys a ASU softball update heading oh, to the sixth inning. We'll be back. Jordan Van Hook with a shot to the moon dog. to bring ASU within one. BYU still Jordan Van Dog. BYU still leads six to five heading to the sixth inning. We'll see if ASU can hang around and make a game of it. Um, getting back to basketball, right? You, you already touched on a little bit the season and what this means, right? We talked about the fight for the four and you've got Oregon, you've got Utah, you've got USC, you've got ASU. It's tonight was such a big opportunity to push yourself into a favorable spot, right? Because you had Oregon lose to Washington earlier in the week. You've got Utah going toe-to-toe with number eight Arizona, Mm -hmm. right? UCLA, I believe they have Stanford tonight. We've seen the way Stanford plays. That is not a gimme game, right? And it's in-conference play, Pac-12 after dark. You never know what could have happened, right? And I believe USC, USC and Cal too, right? So Cal took ASU to OT. You never know in this in this conference. So it would have been a great time to get a win, push yourself into what I would say is a favorable spot. Now you're sitting with four games left, right? Four games, yeah. Yes. Utah, which is your final home game of the season, right? So you got to send the seniors out correctly, which would be with a dub. If you yep. if you lose the Utah game, then then Pack I am at Pac-12 championship or bust. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not there yet. Because I still think that if you make noise in the Pac-12 tournament and you beat either Arizona or UCLA, the USC game is not going to cut it now. Now you have yeah. to beat one of the Giants. Um, if you're able to beat one of those two top 10 teams and make a little bit of a run in I, the Pac-12 tournament. I think if you beat one of those teams, it's more than a little bit. Like I think I think you have to lose to Arizona or UCLA in the, in the, in the finals at least. So you have to beat one of those teams and, and make, make it to the Yeah. I, at this point, you, this team, because like, it, it's the eye test thing we were talking about the other day. This, you're going to tell me that this team looks like they belong in the NCAA no, tournament? No, not at no. all. Not at Impromptu all. Impromptu lyric of the game. It's the NIT. Oi. <laughs> Oi. We're going to host a game. That'll be fun, but it won't mean shit because it's the fucking NIT. It's 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 a tough look, man. It really is. Um, let's bring in Shane now, right? He was at the game live from DFA. Talk to Bobby. Talk to the players. Shane, just what was the mood? What was the vibe at DFA during the game, and then also post game talking to some of the guys? 
It was another game here. I don't know. It was cool when James Harden and all the players were here, but I don't know, man. People don't give a shit. <laughs> just don't. It, it's sometimes it's just like, like the crowd will get into it for a little bit, but I, it just feels everyone's kind of like I was here. At, we we were here like what ten minutes before the game. And I texted you guys. Like I didn't know if this was there was going to be a crowd at all here. And luckily it filled out a little bit, but I mean the vibe was the same as it's always been, man. It's just like, yeah, unless they're. You're playing somebody good. People don't really care, and it sucks. But, look, the vibe of this team was exactly what Warren said. We, we, we just finished talking to Warren after the game, and he said, look, when we well, it's what we've been saying. When we are making shots, we can beat anybody in the country. When we're not making shots, we can lose to anybody in the country. Yeah. Um, so the inconsistency just really hurts them. And I mean, from a basketball standpoint, I don't think they played terrible. Uh, they were just outplayed a little bit tonight. De Silva killed them. Um, a couple big threes down the stretch by blanking on number 10's name. Uh, just, yeah, KJ Simpson was good. They were just not the better team tonight. Yeah, no, they were not. By any means. So what do you, for, I mean, we just talked about it, but what do you think this means for this team down the stretch, the last four games in the season and the Pac-12 tournament? Is it championship or bust? Um, Pretty damn close. You got to beat... I mean, like you're slipping behind now probably – or, I mean, you're definitely out, out of the next four out. You're slipping probably behind Oregon. I don't know about that Washington loss. They're probably in the same area. Uh, yeah, it is. It is to me. Unless you unless you beat UCLA – unless you win, win out these last four, then I guess you can get away with maybe losing in the semifinals or the finals. But other than that, you got to win out basically the rest of the year, man. Question, because I I think it was either you I think it was you and me Shane that briefly talked about this the other day. Um, do you think there is it is almost going to be better if they don't get a first round bye, so they have an extra game <laughs> to make a little yeah. bit more of a case? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was what I was talking about. Then I thought about it because if they don't get a first round bye, then they're either playing what Cal or who would the other team be? Who'd Oregon be State, maybe. Yeah, that doesn't move the needle enough. That, yeah, I was only saying that if they didn't drop a game like Colorado. If they, you know, if they won, won, and then lost, lost, and then won, and uh, against USC to end this year, then maybe that would help getting that one extra win. But now it doesn't matter. That mm-hmm. like a cow loss or a cow win in a tournament at a neutral site is not going to overcome what happened here or yeah. what's happened in the last four weeks. Yeah. No, it's tough. It's definitely a tough look. I want to get an aftertaste because uh, I'm interested to what you guys have to say about it all. Uh, Sean, I'll start with you. What was catapulted into your gaping mouth hole tonight? Um, Why is it gaping? Uh, I don't know. Tonight it just felt like it was gaping. Uh, uh, I don't know. I usually have something for these, but I... Dog shit. <sighs> We're just going straight to feces. This I don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. It wasn't... I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. No, nothing. <laughs> was like getting my mouth washed out with soap. Yeah, there you I go. talked a lot of shit in the first half of the season, and now my mom had to punish me by washing my mouth out with soap. And oh, now yeah, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. You recovered. There you go. What about you, Shane? Um, like a really expensive beer that's flat. Oh, kind of went to this game. I like, I like, didn't really need to. If we're being honest, I didn't need to buy that beer at the concert, but I did it anyway, and then I kind of regretted it. Um, yeah. This for me tastes like when you accidentally swallow Listerine 
Mm. Uh, you're trying to wash your mouth out. You're trying to get ready. You're trying to get fresh and you accidentally swallow it. And now a, it's not good for you to swallow B it just kind of fucking burns. Mm -hmm. Like it sucks. It's awful. Um, that's what I'm going to go with chat. Let us know what you think. JJ in the chat saying, uh, when was the last time ASU had five losses at home? That stings. Not only that, but I'm pretty sure they said on the broadcast, this is only Colorado's second conference road win of the season. Which, guys, they not lost good. to Cal. They not lost good. to Cal on the road. <laughs> they lost to Cal on the road. Although ASU almost lost to Cal on the road. So Shane, um, another thing that that Sean and I talked about before, I'm like we really even got too deep into the game was what this means long term for Bobby Hurley, right? Do you think Hurley's the guy that can get this team over the hump, or is it just another year where this team has some talent? They do well in conference play, or they do well in non-conference play. You get to the Pac-12, and it's just kind of a sinking ship. Mm, I don't know how many times I'm going to say this, like, but like, it, it's just it is what it is with with the transfers, and like maybe if he, maybe these two freshmen can provide something, the culture feels better at least this year. But I don't know. At some point, you just got to say like, hey, it's the same thing every year, and it, and it has been so. I don't know. <laughs> if you were Ray, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna. What uh, what decision are you making at the end of the season right now? Assuming what, what this team, what decision are you making, Anthony Totry? What decision am I making? Yeah, I, I'm going I a different. Put you on the spot. I, I'm going a different direction. I think you have to. I think you have to at this point. I'm there there is you. too much positivity around ASU athletics yep. that there hasn't been. In the last decade with Dillingham, you could argue with a new softball coach, with Willie in his second year, what he's done in the transfer portal, with ASU wrestling. I know ASU hockey wasn't phenomenal this season, but you get Mullet Arena, so they kind of get a pass this season. ASU swim and dive. There's a glaring hole right now at DFA, and it's ASU basketball simply not meeting expectations, and it's not a first-year thing. It's not a second-year thing. We're on, what, AE? We're on year eight of this ride. Yep. And what have we gotten? Two tournament bursts. That's it. And this program has still never won a Pac-12 championship game. Now here you are in February saying, look, you've either got to beat U of A and UCLA to top 10 teams and make some noise in the Pac-12 tournament, or you got to do something that's never been done in program history and you got to go win the Pac-12 tournament at a neutral site. Or your season's over. Like, at this point, if I'm Ray... If you're making a decision, this is the time to make the decision. What if Bobby wins the NIT? You think Bray Stop. values that at all? No. You think Bray? Nobody values Bray. that. Well, I think he said Bray. No, no, no. 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 Nobody values the NIT. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> Do you? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it would be it would be fun. Like it like it would be. No, it, would it be, wouldn't. Yes, it would. It would be fun um, to see them win the NIT. Like that would be cool, but. Yeah, I'm I'm over I'm off it on Hurley. Like I, unless you, I, I think you got to win the Pac-12 tournament or yeah, Yanni's out, by the way. Runner on first, two zero count, bottom six, no outs, only down one run. Just saying, mm. love Just it. Saying. Uh, hey, ASU softball is no. a wagon. W a g g i n wagon. Yeah, guys, another thing that's a wagon underdog fantasy. If your hearts Literally. are hurting because ASU basketball lost, guess what? You can still make some money, and maybe cheer yourself up on that Underdog Fantasy app, guys. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to 100 bones. I don't know about you guys. KD getting introduced tonight. 
I like, hear me out, I like everything higher as it relates to the Clippers. Simply because I feel like the Phoenix Suns as an organization right now are really high. And it makes sense for them to lose. Get taken down a peg right before the All-Star break. That's just me, though. Yeah. I'm with it. The game already started, so. Well, listen, the second half, Unders. We we, we talked about it earlier, Shane and I, on the the Underdog Fantasy show. Uh, When when KD's healthy, look at anything Chris Paul higher on assists. And I think DA and and Book are going to be unlocked. So uh, the Suns are going to be fun to, to use the Underdog Fantasy app on. That's for damn sure. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I'm also excited because we get to rock some bad birdies. Hmm. Yes, we're going golf this Sunday. Let's go, bro. You you still haven't gotten a new hat, right? That's so tragic. That is one of the most one of one of the worst things to happen. You know, what? You know, you know one society. of the worst thing. You know, one, yeah. Well, not even not just losing that, but just one of the worst things in American society is lost and founds at airports and airlines. Like I literally contacted them 30 minutes after I got off that flight. Find my hat. How hard is it? Goodness. Pretty the flight was probably 29,000 feet in the air at that point. Um, but yes, uh, Shane won't have his hat on Sunday. so Leather shirts. He, he might be blinded. Hey, that's nice though. At least if you don't have your hat, you have an excuse if you play poorly. You didn't have your bad birdie. Uh, I, always have, I always have an excuse. That I play oh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Well, I I don't have an excuse. I'm just bad at golf, but I'm going to look good. I'm just there to, to, to use one of Shane's favorite terms, flick up. Um <laughs> I just want pictures. Um, it's growing on me. Cause I, I know you know you know what the vibes are gonna be. We're gonna be taking pictures. I'm gonna be I'm gonna post it on the gram. Shorty gonna slide up. Be like, oh that pink that pink rose Who's polo shorty? you got on looks crazy. What you Can doing I get the tonight? Full government name of Shorty right now. <laughs> Shout yeah, shoddy. Shoddy. Um, you know you know that chicks did the bad birdie. <laughs> so check it out. And if you want to get bad birdie, use promo code PHNX underscore sports one five for fifteen percent off your next order. At badbirdygolf.com. Bad Birdie, get it on you. Guys, before we get to the Bobby board and take a, a real look as to the remainder of the season, um, there was a bright spot to yeah. this ASU basketball season, and his name has been Duke the Dog Brennan. Duke. Guys, Duke joined us the other day to, to chat about his, his first season, Bobby Hurley, and what this team needed Wait, to do. Should we get Shane out of here before first? Does Shane not want to stay for the Duke Brennan interview? You're right. We should get Shane out of here. Because he's going to be just sitting there Shane, by himself any, for six minutes. Shane, <laughs> any final thoughts on this game? I didn't want to say anything because, like, that would be kind of rude. Thank you, Sean. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I didn't take a single note tonight after I, like, kind of just, like, caught the vibe. So I was like, eh, <laughs> it's going to be one of these games. Um, look, there are bright spots, and they are the freshmen for the most part. Uh, there yeah. are a lot of players with eligibility left. I'm going to miss Dej Cambridge. I'm acting like the season's over already. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's <laughs> not a game to cover. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, well, the, the biggest bright spot was all of the returning players tonight. Uh, it's really disappointing that, obviously, they didn't do anything for them. I mean, you had Eddie House. You had Zylan Cheatham. You had Big Shot Rob Edwards. Obviously, James Harden. Um, a bunch of other faces were here as well. It's just It was cool to see. They are all walking outside. Um, they were walking around the concourse right when I was coming out to set up. So it was cool to see that, and I'm glad James Harden doesn't really – have a grudge against ASU like many people thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is nice. Uh, he rolled he, he rolled up like twenty people deep tonight. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, I was like, where, I are they gonna, where are they going to sit? Um, yeah, that's about all I got. All right, Shane, get home, get home safely. We'll see you on the other side, buddy. Uh, for everybody still watching in the chat, like I said, before we get to the Bobby Board, this is what Duke Brennan had to say 
with us yesterday. We're joined now by Arizona State basketball freshman Duke Brennan. Duke, thanks so much for taking the time today, man. Yo, thank you. For, thank you guys for having me out. You know, uh, you guys are killing the podcast this year. We all love it. We love we love the fact that no matter what, that every time we tweet at you, it's always a retweet. Yeah. It's always a like. And it yes, usually no. has something to do with him and his obsession <laughs> for just how dominant you have been as a freshman. I just feel like now that we have you here, I need to say this to your face. Duke Brennan, you are a dog. <laughs> You're a dog. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, man. That Duke, good. what do you think is the biggest lesson that you have learned so far as a freshman? Um, I just think about it, bringing it every game. Like you guys say, I'm, I'm the dog of the team, you know, I'm the energy guy. So I just, I just bring it every single game. I try to get the guys rolling. I try to get the team, team, um, focus and, and bring the energy on the court. Love it. With a guy like Warren Washington, who, you know, is kind of on the other side has been through a lot in terms of his college basketball career. What have you learned from him and what's it been like playing with him? You know, it's, it's been really good. He, he, he's been at multiple different programs. He's been to, uh, he, he used to go to OSU at another Pac-12 school, so he's been through the whole grind of it. So just learning from him and, and having him develop my skills and, and playing with each other on the court, even in practices, going at each other, it's been great for both of us. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned kind of the role you have on this team being that energy guy. Um, there's been a number of occasions throughout this season where I, it's something I have noticed, whether it's, it's you being like the only white jersey diving for basketballs or even when you're not you're not filling up the stat sheet, you're making plays just based on your effort. Has that kind of always been your M.O. or is that just kind of the role you had to fill on this team? No, that's kind of always been my M.O. You know, even I'm I'm OK not having the the points in, in, in the um, stat sheets. You know, if I can help my team win at the end of the day, that, that that's that's um, money to me. So um, it, it's great being that guy. I don't need I don't need all that show and the points and the stat sheets. Obviously, just five games left in the regular season before the Pac-12 tournament, Colorado, Utah, and then obviously a gauntlet, right, with Arizona, UCLA, and USC. What do you think you guys still need to prove in terms of making an NCAA tournament bid? Well, you know, like like you said, those last three are going to be a gauntlet, so um, we're all focused for this week. Hopefully we can knock these two out and we can get enough momentum rolling those next three and um, take down one of those big dogs and um, get back the respects to uh, push into the Pac-12 tournament and hopefully postseason after that. You ever been to Vegas, Duke? Uh, we were at the Crane game, so I yeah. had Oh, yeah, game. duh. How, did, yeah. Did, did, you guys, did you guys go out do anything? Uh, no, we just kept it chill in the hotel, you know. <laughs> just kept, it, kept it real tight. <laughs> so um, Duke, obviously Bobby Hurley's not your your average basketball coach. Very eccentric, loud, and energy guy. What's it been like being coached by Bobby Hurley? You know, it, it's great. He he's a great coach. You know, he he shows it on the floor. He cares all about every single one of us, and um, we all love him. At the end of the day, he he's a great coach, and um, you know, sometimes he doesn't get the respect he deserves here at Arizona State, but. We all love him, and, he, and he's a great coach. And then a uh, guy I've, I'm also a big fan of is Austin Nunez. Um, uh, you and him are two guys that I don't think uh, at least the public expected to kind of get the play that you guys have. What's it been like to have a guy like that going through a, a pretty similar experience to you and, and, and the kind of, I don't know, the swagger and energy of his own that he brings? 
you know, it's great. Actually, the funny thing is he's right next door to me, but um, it's been great. Like both us being freshmen, going through college together and being able to contribute out on the court. You know, it's been great, like for both of us and and talking between us going through it. it it's, it's been a great journey. Last time we had Austin on the show, he was in our class. So. Yeah, he yeah. was in our class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was some serious technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, there was. With that, he was uh, going off public high school Wi-Fi. Yeah, though, so true. you can't blame him. Absolutely yeah. true. Uh, Duke. Enough basketball. Let's get into some of the fun questions. We have asked a bunch of people on the show, like what their like go-to music is. For you, I'm curious if you had a Duke Brennan music festival. Who are the three headliners? Um. So I love Drake. I love R and B. I'm an R and B guy. So. <laughs> You're speaking my I, language, Duke. <laughs> the thing is, I like Drake hype songs. So, like, nonstop, like, no friends in the industry, like, those type before games. But um, I'm an R&B guy, so I'm going to go Drake. I like Little Baby, too. Um, I'm going to put – I used to uh, – I'm going to put Drake, Little Baby, Tory Lanez in there. Ooh. R&B guy. The love girls it. like Absolutely it. love it. You're speaking my language, Duke. <laughs> Duke, you might be an R&B guy, but I've I've – hypothesize that you're a big dinosaur guy is this true a dinosaur guy yeah do you like dinosaurs um uh yeah i kind of like them i would hell say yeah. that hell yeah duke the public wants to know everyone's been asking what's your favorite dinosaur um i'm gonna go with the. Uh, i'm gonna go with one of those the c ones the the big c leopleurodon that's my dog right there how do you even I okay <laughs> He's like, yep, exactly. Well, I'll, I'll ask you about an animal that you, you you probably know about. Like I said, you're a dog. <laughs> Literally, what kind of dog do you think you are? Um, uh, well, I don't know if this is my opinion, but a lot of people say I'm a golden retriever. Uh, yep. Little golden retriever guy. I mean, the girls say it. Like, not, <laughs> there you know, we go, Duke. <laughs> You know, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like you got a little bit of an edge to you, though. He I, does, like, I don't know if the, yeah. you, the yeah, golden no, you're right, fits. Right. You're right. Uh, I could be like I could be a more edgy dog, but off the court, I'm a golden receiver. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Duke. Before you get you out of here, any message to Sun Devil Nation and just the way they've welcomed you um, over your first season so far? Um, I would just say thank you to everyone. You know, it, it, it's been great. Keep on coming and to support our games and. And coming out and supporting us, we love all you guys. And um, thank you for making this season memorable and hopefully pushing on the next season. We we can see you guys out there. Definitely. Duke, good luck the rest of the way, man. All right. Thank you guys so much. You know, I was going to say is uh, maybe one time, like, I need to come in, like, a little in-person interview. That'd be sweet. Say less. Anytime. You let us know. We'll make it happen. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Thank thank you. you guys so much. Later, Duke. He's a dog. He is a dog. He's absolutely a dog. On the court. In more ways than one, apparently. Almost got it. Guys, look, before we get to Bobby Board, before we tell you guys about the rest of the stretch for Duke Brennan and company, got to tell you about how you can salt away some of these wounds at Illegal Pete's. Mm. Nothing <sighs> soothes the soul like some fresh limes, tequila, so a good. little bit of tequila, maybe a lot of bit of tequila. And some sweet agave trout in Illegal Pete's Coin Premium or Frozen Margarita. Stop by for happy hour. Guess what? Every day from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And if you're not there for the drinks, guys, the food goes dumb, too. We had a PHNX Coyotes event there on Wednesday night. I got food when I got there, and I got food to go. Yep. Um, I got, you know, I went down double meat. Listen, people be talking about the queso, but it really is like... 
cheese, I love cheese. It can get hidden sometimes. That queso, like, there's no high in that queso. It is, it is. I would, I would argue, it's a star. It's crazy. the Macal Bridges of the, of the. You know, people are. They're, they're gonna really focus on. <laughs> they're gonna focus on Devin Booker and all that. But you know, you know who the star. You know who the, the fan favorite is. The it's queso. Um, and the marg. I would like a frozen marg. Mm. That sounds really good. I would also like it if, if you became a diehard. Yeah, well, that too. If, yeah, yeah. I would like them to win games, and I would like you. Become a diehard. Um, because when you become a diehard, you get a free shirt or hat every year. And mm. boy, oh boy, do we have a shirt for you. In case you didn't hear, there's this guy who's pretty good at basketball. Katie. The Phoenix Sun. Um, and we got a t-shirt representing his face. A Slim Valley Reaper tee available now on the PH Next Locker. So if you become a diehard, you can use your free shirt on this one. It is awesome. It is accurate to the man's hairline. <laughs> um, and I like the I like the, the skull vibes. Yeah, it's dope. Hundred um, percent. Dio de Dio de los Muertos, right? Dio Dio de los Durant. Oh yeah, um, there you go. That shit goes crazy. That, that should have been the name of the shirt. Dio de los Durant. Yeah, Anyways, but that's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, it is a mouthful. Dio de los Durant. <laughs> kind of Slim Valley Reaper is kind of a mouthful. Anyways, um, regardless of if it's this shirt, you know, maybe the, the this Sun Devil shirt you see behind us. Or the any kind of whatever shirt you want. Become a diehard, you get a free one. And then you also get 20% off merchandise and events. Um, you get access to our premium level, our premium diehard level content. A lot of our stories are, are, are free for everybody, but the, some of the best ones are behind the paywall for yep. diehards only. Um, our Discord, you know, we hop in. We have a lot of fun conversations in that. Um, only for diehards. So come a diehard, go to gophnx.com right now um, and sign up. You won't regret it. It's worth it. Do it. All right. Let's get to the Bobby board before we get out of here Bobby so board. you guys can take a look as to what is left. We've got Utah on Saturday, Arizona next Saturday. So you, you'll you have a little bit of a break. You don't play next Thursday, which is nice. Then you've got UCLA and USC on the road. I mean, we've talked a little bit about it, but it, it really does feel like you have to win three of these next yeah, four? Yeah, I was going to say bare minimum three of the next four. Um, and if those three include USC and U of A, or you, if those three include USC and Utah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, if you manage to beat U of A and UCLA... In like, reality, you need... you you Like, you're aiming for a sweep. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I realistically, I think if you beat U of A and UCLA back-to-back, you have completely righted the wrongs of everything leading up to that season because... And those are two top ten wins. If you do that, like that, that but right now again, I'm not. I'm not. You saying should not. That this team, you should expect, expect it. No, it. not at all. But I'm just saying, like uh, we've been talking through, for most of the show as if the season is like just completely no pulse, no, no, no breath, brain dead, just dead, in the, just completely dead. There's hope. Like there's still the tiniest glimmer of hope. I'm not saying you should be. You should be hoping, but technically there is a chance. So it's not over yet. Um, JJB, I believe, was saying it in the chat. Pull through for these guys on senior night. Yes, um, that, like stuff like that can make the difference. If they can get a, a big win over Utah, Utah's no no sleeper either. No, but they they need that. They need that. They, they need to have that just slightest bit of momentum heading down to McHale. So, um, absolutely, there's, there's still a, the slightest of glimmers. Yeah, most definitely, guys. That's gonna do it for tonight's show. Obviously, it was a little bit darker than we <laughs> would have liked it to be. But it's not our fault. If you enjoyed the it's content. And you want a little bit more of a brighter, happier, fun show, tune in tomorrow live at 2 p.m. for our Friday fun day. 
on our YouTube, guys. And while you're at it, give us a follow on social at PHNX underscore sign up. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow the man departing DFA at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean DePaz at Sean underscore DePaz. Being disappointed by ASU men's basketball as always. We'll see you guys Friday afternoon. But for now, guys, peace.